salutations. Welcome to RecCon, a show of assorted geekery. I'm Rick Marshall, and today, for our first episode, we're talking about superheroes, specifically Batman and Superman, or rather, Batman versus Superman. Director Zack Snyder's Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice has arrived in theaters, and the big-budget film brings together two of the most popular superheroes in the world, DC Comics' Dark Knight and The Man of Steel. The film's intended to be the jumping-off point for a series of interconnected films featuring DC Comics characters similar to Marvel Studios' cinematic universe. If the idea of bringing Batman and Superman together on the same screen seems familiar, that's because fans have been hearing about a potential team-up involving the two characters for more than a decade now. Way back in the late 90s, Warner Brothers Pictures famously, or perhaps infamously, recruited Clerks director Kevin Smith for a Superman movie featuring Nicolas Cage as the Man of Steel and Michael Keaton reprising his Batman role. The troubled film's failure to reach the screen became the stuff of Hollywood horror stories, even became the subject of its own documentary, The Death of Superman Lives, What Happened? The idea was revisited again when Warner Brothers gave the green light to Batman vs. Superman, a movie about the two superheroes coming out of retirement to, well, fight each other. That film had the never-ending story filmmaker Wolfgang Peterson attached to direct it and future Batman franchise star Christian Bale in the running to play Superman, not Batman. It was ultimately scrapped when the studio decided to concentrate on a solo franchise for Superman, but you can still find a reference to it in director Francis Lawrence's 2007 film I Am Legend. Watch carefully when Will Smith's character wanders through the remains of Times Square in that movie, and you'll see a massive billboard featuring the blended logos of Superman and Batman. According to Lawrence, Batman vs. Superman seemed like the perfect movie to be in theaters when the world collapsed. Huh. You have to hand it to the studio for its persistence, though. Warner Brothers moved forward with plans for a Justice League team-up movie not too long after dropping Batman vs. Superman. This time around, Mad Max Fury Road director George Miller was tasked with assembling a cast of relatively unknown actors to play Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and the other DC Comics heroes and villains. But once again, that movie ended up in development limbo. The culprit this time around? The 2007 strike by the Writers Guild of America, which stalled production for so long that everyone involved moved on to other projects. And now, almost a decade later, here we are, with Batman v Superman not just the stuff of rumors and optimistic updates, but actually in theaters. The new film is the culmination of nearly two decades of attempts to get two iconic heroes on the same screen, with Henry Cavill reprising his Man of Steel role for the film, and Ben Affleck giving big-budget superhero movies a second try after his very forgettable Daredevil movie. No matter how the film performs in theaters, though, there's one thing that the last 20 or so years of failed Batman-Superman movies has made abundantly clear. It takes more than a rough history in Hollywood to keep these two heroes down. But hey, why take my word for it? With Batman v Superman in theaters now, I spoke to veteran Batman comic book writer Scott Snyder about the two characters and their history as allies and enemies over the years. Snyder is the award-winning writer of DC Comics' Batman series, and next month he'll end a prolific five-year run on the comic that involves crossovers with just about every hero, villain, and supporting character from the DC Comics universe, including, of course, Superman. Snyder also penned the script for the 2013 comic book series Superman Unchained and has a long history with these two iconic superheroes. What I first wanted to speak with you about here, I kind of wanted to get your background uh, with Batman and Superman. I know you've been one of the most prolific Batman writers for quite a while now, and I know you've done some work with Superman, but maybe you can give me some perspective on uh, on your background with them even before you started writing their adventures. Yeah, sure. I mean, my uh, Batman's always been my favorite character since I was a kid. I mean, growing up in New York City, 
in the 80s, he was the character who really sort of popped off the page through stories like Batman Year One and The Dark Knight Returns, where he was made so relevant and visceral and immediate to me as, as a hero who seemed to walk the streets that I knew and who faced problems that my parents spoke about and, and uh, I knew uh, were in the air at the time um, I was growing up. Uh, so he always sort of, he became this, this character who, who was one of the few that really seemed to stare down, uh, stare down um, challenges that seemed insurmountable and seemed extremely um, immediate at that time. And, you know, Superman 2, Superman was the first movie I ever saw with my dad. <laughs> so I have vivid memories of, like, of, of loving, loving sort of the, the joy and hopeful message of that character and of. Of, of sort of um, of being very inspired by by Clark's love of humanity and his his willingness to sort of um, to show us that we're worth saving. Well, as someone who spent a lot of time inside Batman's head and worked on Superman's adventures, what is it about these particular characters that makes it so exciting uh, when they come together? You know, as teammates or or occasionally as opponents. <laughs> well, I think I think because they represent two very different sides of sort of the same coin. I mean, for me, Batman always wins. Batman is the triumph. He he's the one that sort of says, no matter what you're facing off with, uh, you can overcome it. And his whole mythology is built around that, where he suffers this tremendous trauma as a child and then turns it into fuel to make sure that that exact same thing never happens to anybody else. And so I think he's almost our, our kind of folk hero for how we can overcome things that seem intractable and impossible to even make baby steps towards a lot of the time. And so winning is kind of built into him that way. For me, Superman is almost, he's about the struggle. You know, he wins, but but there's always, it's not the same. I mean, if Batman is kind of the triumph, then Superman is sort of the struggle where I feel like he's always the outsider in a way that as much as he's kind of this Boy Scout, he's seen as this kind of all-American hero. He's kind of the consummate immigrant. You know, he's someone who lost his home, lost his family, and came here and loves us and loves this world so much that he's willing to sacrifice himself for it and always be sort of, uh, I think, on the outside and threatened and alienated because he believes, as his parents, that the people are good and and worth it. So they're almost sort of like Batman, I think, teaches us that we ourselves, we win, you know, and Superman says, no matter what anyone says to you, you struggle. You know, you make it through. You you keep you keep fighting, and it's okay if the way you do it seems different than anyone else's. And that's what I think they have in common is that that strange sense of kind of they have very different codes. Batman, I think, doesn't care very much what he means to the world. He's on a very personal mission. He's not out to inspire. Whereas Superman, I think, is very much about setting an example. And because even if it's just by virtue of the fact that he's so larger than life, and the threats and the things that he takes on just looms so large. He can't help but be out there in the sun and say, these are the choices I make. I believe them to be right, and I hope you'll, you'll follow your own moral compass. Batman is sort of about, this is what needs to be done, and I'm doing it. <laughs> well, when you're putting two heroes uh, against each other from a writing perspective, uh, does the approach differ from when it's a, a hero and a villain? Are there different considerations you have when you're creating these type of scenarios and, and these type of matchups between, between heroes as opposed to when it's between a, you know, a good guy and a bad guy? Yeah, yeah, I had a blast putting Superman against Batman in our Joker story in Endgame, and and I think you know the fun of a hero versus a hero is that you're you're really rooting for both of them. <laughs> I mean, 
with a villain, I think the key is just making them terrifying, and they're an extension of the deepest fears of that hero. And they're saying what you're you're most afraid of about yourself or about the world you're trying to protect or change is true. And I'm going to show you how those things are true. And it's a hero. The fun is really deciding with your friends who you side with, not just because they're cool, but because they they have a really personal philosophy that sort of clashes with with the other one, even if they both have sort of noble purposes and. So for me, I got out, got off a little easy because Superman was Jokerized when they fought. <laughs> so he was, he was a little bit more um, sort of out of his mind. But even so, whenever you do sort of a hero battle, and I've I've had them argue, and I've had them, I've had Batman sort of at odds with many different heroes at times. It's, it's always that you realize that the, the lesson in it is that nobody wins when they fight. Um, and Batman says that in our comic, you know. It's fun to watch, but ultimately when they're when they fight, you know, who wins in a fight, Superman, Batman, neither one really. Do you think that the matchup of heroes in comics or any other sort of medium, do you think it, it says something uh, about what we what we look for and what we find exciting when it comes to putting uh, one hero above each other or testing each hero's sort of flaws and strengths and things like that? What do you think that sort of says about us as audiences that we that we like to see these things that this is always a big deal when we pit our heroes against each other. Well, I think you know they carry the they carry such important sets of values to us in different ways. I mean, Batman is sort of the the ultimate loner, and he's for me that sense of of sort of purpose to him in that sense of sort of obsessive, almost pathological determination is something that a lot of people relate to. And and writing the book, you realize with tweets and messages and fans coming up at cons, how deeply they relate to this character who they feel lives by a personal code that, that most people don't agree with and goes out there and, and fights threats that seem way too big for him constantly and, and the inspiration they take from that. And similarly with a character like Superman, I think they invest so much in sort of the value system that Superman comes to represent for them that it's fun to watch them fight, not just because for the you know, knockdown, drag out uh, silliness of it or the, the brutal aspect of the funny aspect of it. I mean, that's always there at some level. But I think ultimately the reason that we we do, we like to watch them fight is because they, you know, they represent different ideologies, you know, different sort of personal and private philosophies about the world. And, and you, the fans deeply relate to one or the other or both in some ways. And so it's like rooting for a team that you've invested in or rooting for a, a candidate or something that you really, like, you love and believe in. So those fights, they hold more, I think, than just kind of the the fun sort of vampire smack uh, elements that sometimes I think people look for in them. Well, I think uh, laymen or newcomers to sort of the comics medium seem to always react to the idea of Batman and Superman fighting as being, well, of course Superman would win. He's this omnipotent god-like being. Uh, Batman's just a man. Is there something that you can kind of encapsulate uh, why that's not the case? Is there something that you could you could present to us that's maybe why that's not the case? Yeah, well, I think, I think it's not the case. I always joke that, you know, whenever uh, anyone asks who wins in a fight, no matter who they're asking about, it's always Batman, even if you say who wins in a fight, Hulk or Spider-Man, you know, it's still Batman wins. And the the joke, it, you know, people always sort of smile at, but I think the, the kind of the reason that it's funny is that Batman wins because he prepares for everything. There's nothing that you could throw at Batman that he hasn't thought of in his kind of obsessive preparation for any threat coming at his city. And that's the fun of him is that he's, he's us, you know, he's, he's not, he's one of the few heroes without superpowers in the, in the DC universe. Who stands there and says, "I can, I can sit shoulder to shoulder with these gods: Superman, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, who's a literal god. You know, the Flash. All these people with these incredible powers, and they'll look to me for advice because I devote my entire life 
completely uh, wholly um, to protecting people from the kinds of things that happened to me as a kid. So there isn't, the fun of Batman is almost like, there, there's nothing that Superman could do that he hasn't thought of. He has kryptonite rings. I defeated Superman on, with Batman with kryptonite gum, which was fun. He actually spat at him after Superman was about to like take him down and, and finally finish him off. He kind of spat in his eye in defiance, and there was kryptonite dust in the gum that he had been chewing. So as silly as it is, it's always fun to see that Batman has some kind of last resort that you, you didn't see coming. That's his superpower, you know, his superpower is he teaches us that no matter how big the obstacle is, no matter how huge the challenge is, how terrifying your opponent is, you can overcome that. You know, there's nothing that sort of um, an everyday person or a, or a human being like you or me can't, can't do if we set our mind to it. Well, I know next month you are bringing an end to your very long five-year run on uh, the Batman comic. Uh, is are, are, are you even considering the idea of spending that long on, on another character? And you, would you spend that long on another character? Would you begin that process all over again of you know investing five years of your life in one character? Oh, sure. You know, I, and honestly, I'm not finished with Batman yet. I still have more stuff that I'm doing. Just not on the main book anymore. Uh, Greg was my partner for that, you know, for five years. And I really had a blast. And I feel I would feel strange staying on the, the book itself without him. And he's planning to come back to D.C. in not too long. And we have, we have more projects that involve Batman, but other characters as well um, in work. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it depends. Like, for me, I just think the thing, Batman will always be my favorite <laughs> comic character and one of my favorites in, in literature, if not my favorite because I think he's he, he exists at this strange intersection of heroism and total pathology where he he's so self-destructive and he's so entirely focused that he's almost on this kind of dead-end road you know this deathly kind of mission to just do more than anyone could um, at the same time it's so inspiring and noble in, in another way that you have to love him for it you know to me, he is, he is that kind of dark American folk hero that, that it's very easy to get behind. So, yeah, there are other characters. I mean, I love, I, I do tend, I, I kind of veer towards the, the darker ones, but I mean, I'd love to work Wonder Woman or Justice League. I mean, there are a bunch over at DC and then some at Marvel, too. Well, with your five-year run coming to an end uh, next month, we're definitely looking forward to seeing what's next from you. And I really thank you for participating in this interview and talking Batman and Superman with us. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I hope you enjoy it. And thanks again. I always appreciate it. And there you have it, folks. Some thoughts on Batman and Superman from someone who knows them better than just about anyone else these days. You can check out Snyder's long run on Batman by heading to your local comic shop, of course. And you can see what the last two decades have been leading up to on the big screen by seeing Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice in theaters now. been Retcon, a production of WAMC Northeast Public Radio. Our producers are Jessica Blaustein Marshall, Patrick Garrett, and Dave Hopper. I'm Rick Marshall. Thanks for listening. <laughs>